Did it make you sick? made me sleep. That's why I haven't been with you, baby. I've been asleep. But you're awake now, Mama, right? I'm wide awake, pretty girl. Well, right now, we're trying to put our hands together for the one and only John everybody and welcome to a special edition of the views from the john podcast i am your host john eras and welcome to episode number 50 it's a fucking milestone and uh, we are one week short of the one year anniversary of the very first time i did the podcast and i'm welcoming into my studio today my buddy josh say hello josh what's going on mr Ares? Josh is a uh, Josh is a good dude who drives a truck. I'm all right. You know, I've heard so many people over the years bitch about truck drivers on the highway, mm-hmm. and I'll admit, I've done it my whole life. These fucking truckers, you know, truckers, oh, all, yeah. you know. There's assholes out there. However, if it wasn't for people like you driving a truck, we wouldn't have anything in the stores. So it's like the distribution network of America, you know. You're welcome. So everybody struggles, okay? So next time you go to yell at a truck driver, just remember they're bringing you your fucking sanitizer. All right, let's dive into shit, shall we? Uh, you know what, Josh? My What's whole up? life, I was skinny. And then I gained some weight. Yeah, you were a tubby. Yeah, tubby is right. And then I kind of uh, melted it away over the last couple of years. So I've learned a lot of things. I will be the first to admit, when I was younger, I definitely made fun of large people a lot. I'm not proud of it, but we were kids. And it's just, I guess, ironic or karma that when I got older, I became fat. And I've slowly, I've slowly melted away the pounds, but it's really a revelation. It's really easy to, uh, you know, look at somebody who's overweight and be like, uh, you know, pig, quit eating brownies or cupcakes or whatever. but you never know what someone's going through, right? Yep. yep. So, uh, you know, but do you know what really made me tell when it was time to lose some weight? What's that? <laughs> when I had to look over my belly to see my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody who's gained weight can attest that when you got a flat stomach, you stand up, it's a clear shot. But when you got a belly, right? You got to look over the valley. You got to look over the hill. Right, right. So that's a telltale sign that uh, I needed to lose some weight when my when I could no longer look down and see my cock. That's a problem. Uh, when my girlfriend and I would fuck, my titties would bounce more than hers. <laughs> <laughs> so these are all things that uh, you know really you know said okay, I've reached that limit where. I can't be this weight anymore, you know? That's rough. And not only that, man, it's like, you know... Well, you look good. Yeah, I think I do, too. But here's where it gets interesting, okay? This show is going to be a lot of fat stuff in this show. And I apologize. I'm not making fun of fat people. I don't mean to trigger you, okay? Uh, But I was skinny, and then I was fat, and then I'm not anymore. I was made fun of being skinny. I was made fun of being fat. As a matter of fact, before we started rolling, this guy called me a crackhead because I'm thin. So I said, what, is every thin person a Coke or a crackhead? No, I'm just, I'm normal weight. I'm 160, 5'10". Yeah. That's healthy. Yeah, you look like a crackhead, though. Thank you. (laughs) All right, so anyways, here's the thing. Here's the thing, and I don't know how to say this without coming across uh, not gay or uh, creepy, but have you ever noticed over your life that fat people tend to have small cocks? Um, I really haven't thought of that. No? John. You're going to really make, make me feel like I'm the only guy in the world that's ever noticed that fat people got small dicks? <laughs> You've never seen a guy in the locker room or in a porno or anywhere? Um, no. All right. I have, okay? So here's the deal with that. And, yeah, you just made me feel really bad. (laughs) 
it's like like I'm that unnormal. Like I'm not gay, but evidently I'm the only one in the world besides you know that. Okay. I'm sorry. So, anyways, it was always my assumption that fat people had small dicks. Okay. And uh, skinny people had big dicks. But as it turns out, you know, I got an averager. You know, I'm not small. I'm not large. But congrats. Thank you. As I started to gain weight, not only did I start to lose sight of it when I looked down, but it also started to shrink. And I'm like, pump the brakes. Why is my cock shrinking? (laughs) And the only way I can explain it, now I get it. Fat people don't have little dicks. What it is is like take the base of like a flagpole, right? All right. And uh, like that's your six pack if you have no gut. Right? And the base of that flagpole is the base of your cock. As you start adding weight, it's like it's snowing, right? All right. It's still the same size. It's just that snow or that fat is now making it, like, sucked into your body. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now that I've peeled off the pounds, I've gained, like, three inches back on my cock. (laughs) It's fucking fantastic, dude. But that's just it. I literally, there's so much shit that I thought you know, growing up, like, this is the way this is, this is the way that is, and it's just amazing, like, every day I'm surprised, you know, last week I didn't know that squirrels shook nuts out of trees, now I do, you know, I always thought that fat people had little cocks, but that's, it's not the case, they're hiding it, so, so you know, know it's, it's really, really easy, easy to, to judge, judge. and, and uh, squirrel, I think, squirrels, squirrels shake trees? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Really? Yeah. How do you you think think the nuts nuts fall out of the oak trees? Uh I used to think they just fell off of gravity. But no. Like an apple? Yeah, or I don't know if apples. Do Do apples apples fall from gravity? I don't know. I just thought in the fall that fucking nuts just fell out of oak trees. Because there's an oak tree right here in the yard, right? But uh, no, the squirrels literally shake the fuck out of the uh, branches. And then get them to fall. The squirrels do it. That's awesome. Yeah, not when you got a car parked underneath the tree. The top of my car looks like a golf ball, dude. It ain't from hail. It's from fucking nuts falling on my tree for fucking three years, dude. I'm telling you, squirrels and birds have it out for my fucking car. But anyways, uh, yeah, so uh, let's talk about more trials and tribulations of uh, of, uh, making your junk great again. Uh, Yeah, like literally, uh, you know, the way I can compare it is... uh, Oh, dude, this is a this is a good one. I used to work with a man that was uh, very overweight. Okay, and me and my buddy Aaron, we used to we used to make fun of him. I'm sorry. And uh, we used to call him like a T-Rex. You know, T-Rex have like little hands, right? Yeah. Little hands, right? Now, what if a T-Rex had a cock? He, he couldn't reach it, right? If you get a big enough belly, your hands physically can't reach around to, like, hold the fire hose. So when this dude would go in the men's room at work, mm-hmm. he would just literally, because he couldn't he couldn't reach his cock. So he would just, like, you know, undo the zipper, get it out, and then he would lean up against the wall like he was being frisked, wow. you know? And just literally, not aim it, just let the chips fucking fall where they made it. You know, wherever this shit goes, going. But he would lean up against the wall, you know, because he couldn't reach his own dick, dude. Oh, never mind never being, not seeing it. When mine started to disappear and shrink, I'm like, well, no, 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 no. Time to lose weight, right? Yeah. But imagine having like a T-Rex shit where you can't even touch the goddamn thing. That's horrible. Oh, it's terrible, it's man. It's torture. It's torture. So, I mean, I feel bad for the dude, but at the same time, it's like, it, it is it is kind of funny. But, uh, but yeah, he literally had to put his hands up on the wall and he just let the shit go. Let the chips fall where they may. Um, other reasons why I knew I was starting to get too fat. Like I said, when me and my girlfriend would fuck, my titties would bounce around more than hers did. You know, it's like I gotta wear a fucking sports bra in the bed. That's crazy. Uh, you know, um, excessive sweating. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking, uh, I don't know, man. Heat. 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 Heat and fat people just don't mix. It's like oil and water. Right. 
Uh, one thing I've noticed, man, when I was, you know, when I was 50, 60 pounds overweight, um, you just sweat all the time. And I, I don't know. It's just uh, now that I've lost the weight and I got no hair in my head and all that shit, it, you know, I, I, I don't sweat anymore. Uh, you know, but other things, dude, like there's so much that you don't realize when you gain weight and then you take it off like none of your clothing fits i was wearing a size 38 waist bro i'm down to a 30. a 38 what you said a 38 waist wow and now i'm down to a 30. that's why that's why i wear a 38. yeah so i was wearing your size pants now i'm wearing 30. okay so i dropped some weight so when that happens what happened i had to get all new clothes mm -hmm. when i was doing laundry today i had old pants on uh, like North Face hiking pants that I bought two years ago. They were expensive as fuck. Size 40 waist. Wow. Do you know what a size 40 waist looks on me when I got a 30 waist now? It's like the belt goes around me like fucking 10 times, dude. Like a parachute? Honest to God, it looks fucking horrible. <laughs> but I don't want to throw this shit out. It's North Face. It's, it's, I, I got nice clothing. Yeah. You know? If I ever get large again, I guess I can slide back into it. But I had to buy... I mean, this, this T-shirt's a fucking small, you know? <laughs> I haven't fit into a small since I was in high school, so it's great. But, yeah, clothes. Um, how about the fat smell? Have you ever noticed that people who are overweight just seem to have a smell to them? Yeah. Little, Even when they get out of the shower. A little funky. And I can attest to this, dude. When I was at my heaviest, uh, what, I'm, I'm 5'10", and I think my, at my heaviest I was 210, 215, mm -hmm. now I'm 155, 160. So I wasn't fat, right? But I was, I was chunky, mm -hmm. I guess. Um, husky. Husky, whatever you want to call it. A few extra pounds. That's something else we're going to get to later, that few extra fucking pounds. Yeah, a few extra pounds, right. Um, but anyways... Get me back on my fucking train of thought. Fat people. Yes, the, yeah, smells. the smell. Okay, so when I was large, mm -hmm. and I wasn't like three, I wasn't morbidly obese, dude. I was just hefty. I was like 30, 40 pounds over my ideal weight, okay? Did, did not, you smell? Not crazy. Even after I got out of the shower, and I'd just be sitting on my bed, like putting on my pants or socks at night or whatever, mm -hmm. I'd be like, you know? There's just an odor, even after I got out of the shower, that's like, what, which one of my rolls did I not fucking pick up and fucking scrub, dude? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's crazy. Um, but yeah, there is, a, there, there is a smell to people who are overweight, and I was overweight, and I had that smell even after I stepped out of the shower, so it's, it's fucking embarrassing, dude. And I apologize before josh and god for all this shit that i gave large people but it just goes to show man if you give shit to large people or you make fun or you bully karma's gonna smack you back in the face absolutely and maybe that's why i've had such bad luck in the last 10 years because all the goofing around and stupid shit i did as a kid's probably coming right back at me it's mm -hmm. just karma karma will always win it really will uh, let's see what else can i make fun about about myself yeah, so the fat people smell bad even after a shower. Uh, stretch marks. Yeah. You experienced that? Have you ever seen anybody with stretch marks? I have them, yeah. You have them, yeah. Uh, I had litty, I had really skinny legs, then they got fat. Yep. So I got stretch marks. And now that they're back to being skinny again, the stretch marks are still there. I don't have them on my stomach, but I do have them like on my inner thighs. And it's just like, holy shit. Like, never in my wildest dreams that I think I would get large. Yeah. Nobody's large in my family. I got large because I got complacent, lazy. I was eating Hardee's every night when I was living in Charleston, South Carolina. Nice. You know, Hardee's? Oh, yeah. Oh, so good. I love their biscuits. Oh, so good. <laughs> but like 9,000 calories, three meals a day. <laughs> so it was just years of just beating myself up with like, you know, drinking every night, yeah. eating fast food, having a gallon of ice cream at night, mm -hmm. you know, after you smoke a bowl, just complete shit. So after abusing my body for that many years, I gained the weight. In the last couple of years, I've taken it off. But anyways, um, what else? Yeah, stretch marks. Honest to God's truth, okay? On my doctor chart, up until recently, when I became thin again, it literally said that one of my health problems was obese. Mm -hmm. Now, when you think of the word obese, 
Are you thinking someone that's a little overweight? I'm thinking a state puff marshmallow man. Right. <laughs> when I hear the word obese, it's like, you know, and I and I, I asked my doctor so many times, I'm like, dude, am I obese? He's like, no. I'm like, so why is that written in my chart? He's like, well, you are a little few over... Yeah, I'm a little overweight, man, but I'm not obese. You know, when I think of obese, I think of like my thousand pound life, that TV show. Yeah, yeah. You know, people can't even walk. You know, I mean, Jesus. But it's like, uh, yeah, obese to me seems huge, okay? Mm -hmm. To me, where it starts is you're either, you know, I hate to say normal or average, right? Because people will get triggered by that. What does normal mean? What does average mean? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't know, a healthy weight, okay? Right. And then uh, a few extra pounds might be the next uh, step up. Maybe plump. <laughs> plump. Hefty. Uh, big boned, right? And then we start getting into just overweight, fat, obese. Mm -hmm. Like that's, and then there's the morbidly obese, right? Those yep. are the like the thousand bounders. But yeah, there should be a scale, literally, uh, based on fatness levels. Like a healthy weight, normal, right? Yep. I don't know. I took offense to being called obese. I really did. Yeah. I'm not even on the scale. I'm a, I'm a big guy, so... How tall are you? I'm, uh... I don't know. It, it all depends on... You don't know how tall you I'm are. I'm like 6'8". Six, six, okay, eight. there you go. Right. Jesus Christ, dude. What? Ooh, ooh. <laughs> how tall are you? Well, let me think about it. Dude, well, it all depends on the measurement. The, it depends on the measurement? The doctor's office. So right. different doctor's office got you at 6'5", one's got you at 6'8"? Yeah, they're doctors. They don't... How? They got different scales. A tape measure, tape measure, no matter which doctor's office it is, bro. True. <laughs> you know? True. Uh, anyways, so yeah, you're you're six eight. Yeah. Do you know what the healthy weight is for a guy who's six eight? Under three hundred pounds, but I'm three hundred pounds, so Okay. Probably like two eighty. You obese fucker. I am. It's all them freaking <laughs> biscuits, man. I already Too many biscuits. Uh, biscuit. But yes, we can't say normal. We can't say normal weight, okay? What is normal? Um, but yeah, that's that's what's funny. Um, another story having to do with weight, and this is probably why I got heavy. Because I was a dickhead when I was younger, right? Still are, kind of. Thank you. Uh, fuck you, right? <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> fucking... Uh, have you ever used it? No, you've been married since I met you, on and off. So you yeah, you I, haven't really dated. Uh, I date a lot. I've come close to getting married twice. Didn't happen. So uh, I got a lot of experience on dating apps, right? Mm -hmm. It started out with like Match.com, and there's that eHarmony bullshit, PlentyOfFish.com, yeah, all those know. different sites, right? I don't know any of that And stuff. when you fill out your, your profile, or when you're searching for someone that you're compatible with, um, you can search by gender, ethnicity, uh, body type. So you can say, um, really? Yeah, you could be like, I'm looking for someone between the age of 18 and 35. That's between this body type and this body type. Mm -hmm. uh, blah blah blah. Right. So um, I I don't mean to come across as shallow. I don't. But you know, if, in order for me to date somebody, I have to be attracted to them. Yeah. There's the attraction to your personality, and there's the attraction to you physically. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, I've met people over the years that initially weren't very attractive to me physically, but because they were so cool, it made them seem hotter, right? Yeah. And then I've met women that were literally drop-dead gorgeous, like models, yeah. but they were such cunts. When, yeah. you, when you look at them, you don't find them attractive anymore. So that So there is some leeway there, but, you know... I can't date somebody who's overweight. I like my women yep. uh, average to thin. Right. Um, a few extra pounds, that's cool, or whatever, you know, but uh, I like my women thin. Yeah. Is that, is that uh, wrong? I don't know. I guess it all depends on But here's my point. Person. My point is that one of the options on all these dating sites to list your weight, there was slim, athletic, average a few extra pounds overweight and then it went up right really now i know women are really sensitive about their weight yeah so 
there was women that I would come across that had put in their profile that they were a few extra pounds. Okay? Okay. So let's say for a lady who's five foot four, the healthy weight is 120, right? So I'm thinking a few extra pounds. If somebody's weight should be 120 to be healthy at five foot four, mm -hmm. what's a few extra pounds? 122, 125, right? Right. Okay. But 130. You got to think as a woman, you, really, you, you know, I know women are sensitive about their weight. I was sensitive about my weight, but I think women are a little bit more sensitive about it. And, uh, you know, I know those of us who are large have trouble finding people. I don't know. But what was funny is that so many of the women I came across had put in their profile that they were just a few extra pounds, but they were way bigger than a few extra pounds. <laughs> I mean, morbid. Yeah. But I get it, you know. It's, it's, it's hard to admit to yourself and to the world that you're obese or overweight. It's hard to check that box when you're doing your profile, right? But what? when you say you're a few extra pounds, and then I'm searching for people that are between slim and a few extra pounds, and I got a bunch of, you know, really, you know nothing against them, but it's, it's false advertising. Yeah. And um, especially when you have a picture. You can picture? obviously see in their picture that they're just not a few extra pounds. And, you know, um, my mother, who was very thin and then towards the end of her life became a little bit overweight, uh, you know, she always said to me, you know, you shouldn't be so judgmental, you know. Uh, larger women, there's just more of them to love. <laughs> <laughs> Big girls need loving too, you know. Yeah, I know. And I was a big dude, but when I was a big dude, I didn't get any loving. Uh, so anyways, it's just a personal preference. Some people might like to specifically date black, white, Hispanic, you know. Yeah. Uh, I got a thing for Latinos. Really? I love black chicks. I really do. I think they're so fucking sexy, that chocolate love. I like burritos. And uh, I really, I don't know. A thin body man is just attractive to me. And if we're going to be intimate and sexual, which that's what our relationship's for, you know, I, right. I can't get past that when we take our robes off, I'm going to be looking at something like this, dude. It's just not, it's just not attractive to me. I can't help it. I'm sorry. I don't, you know, I don't mean to sound shallow, but it, I, I just don't know how else to do it. Um, but yeah, man. You know, I would say that uh, this weight scale, you know, like 160 should be average for me, which it is. 170, a few extra pounds. If I was 190, mm -hmm. I would be hefty. 210 plus, overweight. 230 plus, fat. Yeah. 300 plus, obese. And then if I was 500 to 1,000 pounds, I would be morbidly obese. That should be the scale. Like but yeah, man. Freak show. Fat really kills confidence yes and it does it made me feel sluggish and you know it was really hard for me because i wasn't born hefty i didn't come up from a hefty family i was thin as a rail my whole life mm -hmm. the only time i ever put on weight was when i went to the gym and built muscle up um so when i became hefty mm -hmm. it was an eye-opener um and uh yeah that's all i gotta say about that <laughs> All right, Josh. What's up, man? You know, I was telling Josh the other day on the phone that, uh, you know, I'm bald. Yeah. I have no hair. Absolutely, you are. And his response to me is like, I got hair. I do. Wasn't it? Yeah, I got plenty of it. So here I'm bitching how I got no hair. I had to shave it. It's gotten really cold in the Boston area the last couple nights. Like last night, it got down to 38. And it's like mid-September. Wow. A little too cold. Right? Yep. You were probably driving. No, I was in Pennsylvania. Yeah, all right, Pennsylvania. But last night it was cold out, like 39. Yeah, it was a little cold. I and uh, even when the temperature gets down to like 65 in here, I literally got to put on a winter hat because my head is literally bald and you lose so much heat. But anyways, so I'm talking to this fucker yesterday, right, <laughs> who I don't have a camera on, by the way, okay? He's not worthy yet. He's got to graduate. Yeah. He's got to graduate up to a camera. 
this is his audition today so you guys need to let me know in the comments whether you like josh or you don't like him if you like him he'll be back if you don't like him he won't that's it i love all of you out there this is josh's audition and if josh's passes his audition we might get him a camera but anyways so i was telling josh you know dude it's you know ugh, i got a bald head then i got a full head of hair yeah and then what did i say to you i said is is that what you do <laughs> If I was to say, dude, I just lost my job, this dude would be like, well, I got one for me. Yeah. You know, if I said, hey, man, my dad is terminal with cancer. Well, my dad's great. <laughs> That's literally what this fucking guy does. Like, you know what I'm saying? What else did I say? About yeah, like, yeah. Legs. Like, yeah, exactly. My legs. If I called you tomorrow, dude, and be like, dude, I'm now a paraplegic. I don't have use of my legs. His first fucking response would be like, well, dude, I can use my legs. I just want to walk today. It's like, yeah, man, that's, that's why I love you, dude. I'm thinking positive. Absolutely. I had a really shit day today, Josh. Well, that's I had a great day. It was great. I did. Fantastic. So anyways, I'm going to tell a quick little story, and you can probably chime in on this one. It's called Southern Pride Okay. with a question mark. You and I grew up in a blue liberal state of Massachusetts. Absolutely. Still is. However, probably will always will be. You and I have been all around the country. A little bit, yeah. I've been around. Uh, you're a truck driver. I was, of course, a musician. Mm -hmm. So I've been all over the place. Uh, I've lived down south. Uh, you have family in North Carolina or South Carolina? Um, in the Carolinas. Carolinas. I was living in South Carolina. And, uh, you know, you and I were born and raised up here in the Northeast. Correct. You spent time in the Carolinas. A little different. A little bit, yeah. A little different. A little different. A little different. Uh, the racism down south, for instance, is more out loud. Yes, white on black, black on white. Down there, they don't hide it. Up here, it's pretty copacetic. Like, nobody gives each other shit up here. Right. Uh, I know racism exists, but down south... I don't know if they're still upset. They came in second place in the Civil War. Yes, they are. I don't know what it is. But here's a true story. And that's why I say Southern Pride with a question mark, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, when me and my two buddies moved to South Carolina on our drive down 95, uh, we got into Virginia, might have been North Carolina, and my friend, Adam, he was wearing a New England Patriots jersey, a football jersey. Yep. Okay, so this corner store that we stopped at in Redneckville, whatever the fuck it was in the South, mm -hmm. somebody came up to him. He strolled right up to him and goes, so you're a patriot, are you? <laughs> you know? I'm a Tom Brady fan. <laughs> and, and that's what he said to him. He's like, uh, it's a football jersey. Yeah. Like, he was literally thinking, like, you're a patriot. Yeah. Like... You're from the north, and I'm fighting for the Confederacy down south. Mm -hmm. This is 2004. Yeah. So this fucking southern redneck is looking at my friend wearing a Patriots jersey. Not that it's a football jersey, but that he's like, I'm a Patriot. <laughs> and he's like, why are you wearing that Patriots jersey for, boy? You a Patriot? You coming down here? You know, he, he yeah. was giving us shit. That, that was our first exposure to yeah. the south. Like, what are these people doing a pa it's a football jersey bro yeah, yeah it had nothing to do with being patriotic or fucking north or south or any of that shit dude but it was crazy um i i don't know if people in the south just have it in their dna yeah you know that they're still upset and angry that they lost the civil war or came in second place i don't know i have i have witnessed reverse racism though in charlotte north carolina and i felt totally awkward but what is reverse racism? It's is it racism just racism? It is racism, but it, it, it was there, more... There, I'm sorry. All right. I don't know where you were going with that. All right. But if you want to explain to me what reverse racism is, racism well, is racism. Right. It exists on all sides of the coin. Yeah, you're right. But, uh... You know, like, no Mexican ever went up to an Indian guy and said, what the fuck is that dot in your head? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, racism did not was not born from white on black. Yeah. And if but I'm wrong about that, I apologize. Racism and ignorance exists in every culture it does. all over the place, okay? None of us are born racist, bigoted, ignorant, any of that shit. Yeah. 
It's, it's, it's taught to you. It's about where you grew up, your environment, your, your parents, whether you had any, yeah. that kind of shit. I, I think the, ex the racism that we're exposed to is more uh, white on black. So that's what people, that's what I say, like reverse racism. Correct, yes. So. When, be, before I even knew what racism was, because we, we, we literally live in an a extremely liberal area. Yes, we do. And growing up, race wasn't even discussed, and we had friends of all colors. It just wasn't something any of us focused on. Mm -hmm. We just treated everybody equally. And Gay, we should, we should. straight, black, white, it didn't matter back to us in the 80s or 90s. It wasn't pushed down our throat like it is today. Yeah. And uh, this wasn't a topic I wanted to get into. <laughs> but yes, uh, when I didn't know about racism, I mean, I grew up next to a black family. Yeah. I had him on my podcast earlier this year. And all the times we were playing together as a kid, never once did I go, holy shit, I'm hanging out with a guy from a different color. It never clicked to me. The kids don't see that shit, man. It's our adult bullshit that gets pushed down on them, or it's the environment in which they're raised. But anyways, yes. Racism for me, when I first heard about it, it seemed like it was exclusively white on black. Especially because, you know... Idiot white Europeans enslave them, okay? Mm -hmm. And it, it, just one of the biggest atrocities in fucking world history. Anyways, but yes, uh, racism does exist on all sides of the coin. And I, I do understand what you meant by yeah. uh, reverse racism. Anyways, there is no racism in this house. No. And I am serious about that. I, I, I love you, man. I love John. You should. You should love John. John is not racist. <laughs> All right, here's another little uh, fucking uh, little tidbit. You ever notice that people talk to dogs and little kids the same way? I do. Now that you mention it. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. It's like the same voice. Like, let's say I'm talking to uh, my buddy's dog that we met outside a little while ago. His name's Argo. I'm going to be like, hey, boy, how's it going? Right? Yeah. And when I see his two-year-old, I'm like, hey, buddy. How's it going? <laughs> we literally talk to little kids like we talk to dogs. Yeah. And I never put that fucking shit together until I, I, I caught myself doing it. Yeah. We talk to kids like we talk to pets. <laughs> Come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. You can do it. You know? Yeah. Have you, have you been to Walmart lately? Look at the aisles. Like, all the, the baby aisles and the, the pet departments. They're like, the pet department is actually bigger than the... The kids' department. Oh, it should be. It's crazy. Kids suck. <laughs> Pets rock. I'm telling you, a, a dog is man's best friend. Yeah. And he's man's best friend because the dog, like, doesn't bitch, doesn't ask for nothing. Just wants to be pet. It's always happy to see you. Yeah. Doesn't ask you to turn the game off. Right? Yeah. Or fucking mop the floor. Right? Ask you questions. Right. It just wants to shit, eat, and love you and lick your face. That's why dogs, dude. Cats, eh. Cats are pussies. All right. I hate cats. I as do I. All right, Josh. I have cat racism. I have a new... Uh, actually, you know, this was going to be a question for Joe. Joe who? Simple Joe. Oh, average Simple Joe. Joe. He, was, he was here? The guy that was on my podcast a few weeks ago. Yeah, Simple Joe. He, he prefers Average Joe. Anyways, this was a question I was going to ask him last week, but he couldn't make the podcast, and he couldn't make it this week. That's why Josh is here. I love you, Joe. Anyways, um, I don't have kids. You have a daughter. I do. So you might be able to answer this question, because Joe has a daughter. I'll do the best I can. Okay? So instead of Ask Joe, this is Ask Josh. Okay, where do disposable diapers go? Before you answer that question, in the olden days, right, mm -hmm. they were just cloth, right? Okay. And then they probably shake the shit out of it, and then they go down to the river and they wash it, right? Mm -hmm. And then disposable diapers came out. Okay. Uh, where do they go? Yeah, you dump the poop, you wash it. So now, so yeah, there's millions of babies, right? Mm -hmm. They're taking several shits a day. A lot, yeah. And uh, for every load they get, they get a new fresh diaper. So this is my question. What happens to all those diapers? Where do they go? In the trash. They use them or the... 
Are they biodegradable? Do they get recycled? No. They go into uh, the trash. Okay. So there's millions upon millions of infants across this entire world taking multiple messy shits a day into diapers that are non-biodegradable, they aren't recyclable, and they get thrown in the trash. I think the new ones are biodegradable. Are they? I think so. Well, that's why I'm asking Josh or Joe, you know, because I don't have kids. I've never... I have had to change diapers. I got nephews. But, yeah, I'm not a dad. I thought it was going to be once. Uh, so, anyways, um, there's still hope. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> you know, here's the thing with that. Like Bill Bird uh, had his first kid at what, like 50? Yeah. You know. Uh, so yeah, I think. I don't think. I mean, I think guys' sperm counts go down when we age, but women, when they reach a certain age, it's all done. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think I'm getting to the age where if I was a woman. Like, mm-hmm. like, like, when, when do, do women, women become unable to have kids? Uh, I think uh, 40. After, uh, I think after 40, it becomes more dangerous. Yeah, but they still, more dangerous. But they still produce eggs and shit. Yeah. You know, because, like, uh, Bill Burr's wife, Nia Hill, um, I think she's 10 years younger. So she must have had their first kid at 40, second kid at 43. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I even heard of people in their 70s. Having kids. Uh, well, so didn't you have to have a, have a kid when he was like in his eighties or something? Yeah, yeah, but he also probably impregnated a sixteen-year-old. Look at Mick Jagger or whatever. Yeah, I mean, guys in their eighties, as long as their sperm counts up, can reproduce. But like a, a woman, you know, after a certain age, they just don't produce eggs. So, so that's my thing, dude. It's like um, you gotta find a young lady. I'm still. Mostly attracted to women in their mid twenties, but how many attractive women in their mid twenties are a single and b bald fuck like me who's forty two? Skinny crackhead. Right. <laughs> how many women in their mid twenties who are attractive are actually single? Mm-hmm. None. But even if there was, do they want to date a forty two year old bald fuck? Right. Or do they want to go after that twenty five year old fucking Fabio? Yeah. So that's my point. So the only kind of women I'm going to attract are 40-year-old divorcees, right, mm-hmm. who probably already have 10 kids, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, they've probably gotten their shit clipped by now or whatever. So it's just like the older I get, the less likely I'm going to be able to find a woman who is of uh, a young enough age to mm-hmm. where can, she can still produce an yeah. egg, right? So that's my worry. But, however... I'm hoping in five, ten years, um, semi-famous, maybe a C, D, or E, or even F-list celebrity, and then maybe I'll get some ass. <laughs> you know? Maybe I can go from 40-year-olds to 30-year-olds. Yeah. But you know what I was watching the other night? Uh, God, I watched some great shit over the weekend. You know what I watched over the weekend, Josh? Because I needed to disconnect from politics and all the bullshit yeah. in this world. You have to. So I heard Cobra Kai. Have you heard of Cobra Kai? Uh, I don't really watch that much TV. It's not TV. All right. It's a series. I don't really watch much series. You see what I'm working with here, people? <laughs> this guy's fucking impossible. Seriously. Sorry, man. Have you ever seen Cobra Kai? Oh, I don't watch TV. It's not a TV show. Whoa. <laughs> All right. Let me let me hear it. Let's try to back up here. You, I think, are about the same age as me. You grew. You, a little younger. You came of age in the eighties. Absolutely. You like a lot of eighties movies, I like that. I love the eighties. Eighties, I think, is the best decade ever. So is it about the Karate Kid? Yes. Okay. Not only is it about the Karate Kid, it's all the same actors. Is Mr. Miyagi? Mr. Miyagi died, dude. Pat Morita died. What? Yeah, when? he passed away like 10 years ago. What the fuck? Yeah, but Ralph Macchio and uh, I'm going to forget his name, the guy that plays uh, Johnny from the Cobra Kai. Yeah, he's a douche. Yeah, all the same actors. Is he still a douche? You got to watch it. Sorry. No spoilers. You know how you can watch it? Because the first two seasons are on YouTube. All right. Okay. But everybody, Josh, that has watched this series has fallen in love with it. If you loved the Karate Kid like I did in the 80s, yeah. you will end up blowing through the first two seasons in two nights. 
you won't be able to turn it off. I like the second one better. There are ten episodes for each season, and each episode is only a half an hour. All right. So I was able to literally binge watch both seasons in uh, two nights after work. So anyways, um, but it's all the same actors. It's the same storyline. It's just now they're in their 40s. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they both kind of come out of retirement. And the level of writing, Josh, in the storyline yeah. is fucking incredible. Is the girl in there? She might come for season three. Allie. Allie, yeah. Allie. She was in a... Uh... Uh, what's that? Baby Adventures in Babysitting. Yes, yes. Yes, which is another movie that I actually watched last night. I love that movie. If you have HBO, Adventures in Babysitting is on demand HBO. Um, as is The Princess Bride, another classic 80s movie, one of my favorites. Uh, so my point is, is uh, so yes. Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai, it started out as a YouTube series. Okay. Nobody picked it up. It's become so popular it's now the number one streaming show in the world on Netflix. All right, I'll have to take a look at it. They've already filmed a season three. It's either coming out in November or April. But the first two seasons are on uh, YouTube for free. Sweet. You get YouTube. I do. Watch it. All right. It is fucking phenomenal. The other thing I did over the weekend just to get my mind off shit is I went back and I rewatched all three seasons of Stranger Things. That's a good series. I have watched that. Okay, you've watched, yeah. Uh, and, but anyways, what ties those two in together in talking about me and women and dating and getting older and stuff like that is you don't realize when you're 18 and you're dating like a 16-year-old or you're 18 with an 18-year-old, your body and their body is never going to be that good, that fresh, that young, right? Yeah. As you age... You know? It's all downhill, man. It's all downhill for both sides. Now, granted, I still look decent with my clothes off. I can still fuck, right? But it's just when you're, when you're 18, when you're 18, like an 18-year-old girl, Yeah. it doesn't get more, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's perfect. So it's like kids around that age just, it, neither did we. We didn't realize that we were literally living the best moments of our life. And, uh, you know... Like, when you're young, you can't wait to get 16 so you can get your driver's permit. Mm -hmm. Then you can't wait to be 18 so you can buy cigarettes or weed or whatever. Yeah. Then you can't wait to turn 21 so you can legally buy alcohol. Yeah. And then after that, a snap later, you're 40. Yep. When you just rushed your whole childhood so you could, you know, get that alcohol. And that's the biggest <laughs> advice that I can try to give to people at age 42. Don't make the mistake I did. Always wanting the next biggest thing. Yeah. Pump the brakes on life and fucking enjoy it. If you're young, you got the whole world ahead of you. You can literally do anything you want. Yep. Me, at my age, I'm kind of stuck in the job that I'm in. Uh, I'm stuck in a lot of shit because I fucked up as a kid. Don't do what I did. Don't do what this guy did. What do you mean? I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure you did something wrong. Yeah, I did a lot of stuff wrong. All right. Uh, what the fuck else? Um... But yeah, dude, trash doesn't disappear when talking about diapers. Yep. And it's not something I ever really thought about. It's not something that anybody thinks about. People just throw something away in the trash, right? And then they just think it fucking disappears. Yep. But literally everything, everything you've ever thrown away is somewhere. Yeah. Right? It's floating in the ocean. Yeah. It's on a dolphin's fucking head. Yeah. Right? Like a Pearl Jam teacher. Yeah. You know, the fucking tide, you know, whatever. <laughs> They're fucking everywhere, dude. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, not that I want to come across as like an activist, but at the same time, you got kids. I do. Your kids are going to probably have kids. Yeah. If we, if we keep Maybe. fucking up this planet, dude, what are we going to give them? I never cared about that shit as a kid, but now that I'm an adult, I'm like, dude, this is the only planet we got. So, uh, yeah, you know, I'm all about renewable energy. And you gotta recycle. You do. I know it sounds corny and liberal or whatever you want to call it, but I do recycle. I literally do. Um, you know, I got family that's I care about that's younger, and they're going to have family, you know. I, hopefully my family name lives on for a long time. Yeah. You... Are you going to care about your daughter's kids and their kids and Absolutely. their kids? Yeah, so why are we fucking this planet up? 
they're going to have to inherit it. Yeah. So anything that we can do, even though it sounds hippie-ish or liberal or whatever the fuck you want to say, dude, it, it's serious. It is. I was I talking to my with... father today, and uh, I guess there's been a shitload of hurricanes. There's one striking, uh, like, Pensacola, Florida right now. Yeah. It's there's... caused billions of dollars in damages. I think we got four of them coming. Uh, right there's seven out in the Atlantic right now, all of which could hit the United States. Yeah. And um, people are like, I wonder why this is happening. You know why it's happening, dude? You just nodded your head, so yeah, yeah, but you didn't say anything. <laughs> why is our weather getting so extreme, Josh? Um, Can you guess? Because uh, I, I know the answer. Because I spent the better part of my life wanting to be a meteorologist. Is it the, all the old people in Florida? How would they be affecting the weather? I don't know. Dirty diapers? That makes absolutely no sense. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> all right. For all of you that want to know why our weather is getting so extreme, it's global warming. All right. Global warming. Global warming. And when I talk about global warming, I'm not talking about, oh, my God, everybody's got to drive a fucking Prius, right? All I'm talking about is that uh, there's a <laughs> lot of things contributing to our ozone layer disappearing. Yeah. And because it's disappearing, the sun's getting hotter, and it's melting the north and south pole. The okay. north and south poles are all solid ice, correct? That ice is fresh water. Mm-hmm. When the ice melts in the polar ice caps, it melts into the ocean, right? Right. It changes the temperature of the ocean. The oceans control our weather, Josh. I don't know if you realize that, but the, fl but the flow and the currents of the ocean, the temperature of the ocean, yeah. and how it mixes with the cold water, and the salinization of the ocean, how much salt content. So as the polar ice caps keep melting, the salt content in the ocean goes down, and it literally throws all of nature out of whack. Mm -hmm. This is what's giving birth to this extreme weather. So we're going to continue to see shit like this. This is going to be the new normal. And I hate saying that new normal because that whole new normal shit came out with COVID. Fuck COVID. Not that I don't believe in COVID. It's just, it's ruined everyone's life. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking sick of it. We're, we're still wearing masks up here, people. And the numbers speak for themselves in Massachusetts. We've done way better than some of the red states out there. And that's the other thing. Why? How did mask wearing in COVID become political? Like, if you're a red state and Republican, and fuck masks, you know? It's the election year, that's why. I, 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 that, not something I want to talk about, yeah, but it's just, it's just amazing. Up here in Massachusetts, we're not crazy. Every state's different, though. Yeah, every state is different. And it's it, crazy. It just, it just, it just, but like the Republican states seem to have more problems with COVID right. than the Democratic ones. And, you know, I'm happy that Massachusetts in this area has been so good. People aren't freaking out. Everything's open. Mm -hmm. You just got to be smart. You and I don't have masks on because we're non-symptomatic and we're six feet apart. Yep. But did you have a mask on earlier when we were close together? I did. You made me. Yes, I made him. Okay. He didn't want to, you know, because you know he's one of these guys. Ah, fuck COVID, right? Right. Yeah, but no, 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 <laughs> not me. I believe in COVID. But I respect you, so. I have an elderly father. I have to take care of. I know people who have been fucked up from COVID. Yeah. Healthy people have died from COVID. It is not a hoax. I do believe the media played into our fears, mm -hmm. and a lot of people freaked out. That's why all the toilet paper went missing. I was literally looking on my social media the other night, and I posted a picture, uh, I think late April, early May. It took me that long to find toilet paper. Yeah, we still don't have Clorox wipes anywhere. Yeah, the brand name wipes haven't come back. I got some wipes uh, the other day at the store, but they're just brand name. Or not, they're just off-market name. Yeah, they're shitty. Whatever, and like they're not even that wet. No. Whereas the Clorox ones, when you took one out, it was wet. It was. It had shit on it, you know? <laughs> but yeah, dude, you know, you don't need to freak out during COVID. There are still people freaking out. Yep. You really can't freak out, man, because you really can't, you really can't keep from getting it. If you're going to get it, you're going to get it. I've explained to people on this podcast, you've listened to my podcast a bunch of times. I'm a hypochondriac. I've always been a germ freak. Yes, Even before yes, COVID hit, I would never touch a doorknob with my hand. Always my shirt, always with a foot, mm -hmm. my whole life, winter, summer, doesn't matter. So before COVID even happened, I was taking these kind of precautions, but I would still get sick occasionally. 
So even if you're washing your hands, wearing masks, not touching anything public, you still have a chance to get it. Yeah, and if you're gonna get it, you're gonna get it. You're gonna get it, you're gonna get it. You can't worry about it. Everyone on this planet, everyone watching me on YouTube or listening to me on Spotify or Apple, you're all gonna die someday. It's inevitable, yeah. it's part of life. So my point is that don't live life in fear. Live for today and tomorrow, but just don't sweat shit that's 15 miles down the road. When you get to that place 15 miles down the road, deal with it then. Mm -hmm. But literally, really try to enjoy every fucking day. Take a take some time to sniff the friggin' flowers. Look at the mountains. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hug your mother or father. Tell your kids you love them. I mean, everybody in this country right now, I feel like, needs to fucking have a glass of milk and a cookie and just chill the fuck out. Yeah. Everybody, you know everybody's on edge. Everybody's on edge in this country, and we don't need to be. We really don't. It's personally affected my life. It's personally probably affected your life. Oh, you wouldn't even know. You know, when you, when you turn on the news and you see Americans of all colors, all races, all genders at each other's throat, it literally breaks my heart. It breaks my heart because I don't want us to be doing this. I see what's happening. This country is dividing us, and that's what breaks my heart. We yeah. don't need to be divided. We really don't, and that's literally what breaks my heart about it. To the point where I can no longer keep up with the news. I can't. Yeah, I shut it off like a. It a literally month ago. breaks my heart, and because the election's coming up, whether you're watching CNN or Fox, whether you support Trump or Biden, it doesn't matter. There is so much misinformation and propaganda mm -hmm. and bullshit from all sides of it. The 24-hour news is no help to anybody. I'm telling you. Like, if you love Trump and you're watching Fox, you're not doing yourself any favors. No, you're not. If you're a liberal or a Democrat and you're watching uh, CNN, you're not doing yourself any favors. You're just hearing what you want to hear. Yeah, it's just you're feeding yourself. So, I mean, I don't even know if there's a outlet to go anymore to actually get the news. And then you can decide who's right or wrong. Right? Yeah. There's... I don't think it exists anymore. No. Journalism used to be about... Presenting people with a story, the facts, and then you can come up with who's right or wrong at the end. Mm -hmm. But now it's, it's, it's every article that's written, New York Times, Washington Post, doesn't matter. It's opinion. It's not fact. It's like National Enquirer. Yes. And even though I've gone on record eight billion times saying I fucking hate Donald Trump, some of the shit people say that he says, he don't. I'll be the first one in line to make fun of the president. I really will. But the rhetoric that goes around from, you know, it, it's, it's nuts. It, it really is. And I, I just wish America would just relax. We're all in this together. We're all frustrated over COVID. We all want to end racism. I believe in police reform. I don't believe in defunding them. I believe what happened to... Uh, George Floyd was fucked up. I don't, I, there's apparently people out there that say, oh, George, you know, I haven't come across it. Nobody I know thinks what happened to George Floyd was right on any fucking level. So don't get that twisted. So, anyways, I don't want to talk about this shit. Uh, what else, Josh? What the fuck else? Uh, looks like I've been talking for about 52 minutes, which is probably about 52 fucking minutes too long because most people probably turn this off about, what, 45 minutes ago? Yeah, hopefully you know you got me, so maybe they're sticking around. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I know when I uh, had you watch an episode of this recently on YouTube, you made it about fucking two minutes into it. Ah, fuck this shit. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, my podcast is fucking killer. Uh, anyways, uh, let's see. I don't know, Josh. I don't know what else to talk about. I got a lot of shit written down here, but uh, I don't know. I don't fucking... You got anything, dude? You have anything funny happening? Anything you want to say? I had my first... Uh, well, I went and visited the family. You went and visited your family. Uh, last week, down south. Okay. And I had my first prostitution uh, encounter. Really? Really. At a truck, uh, not really a truck stop. It was a parking area. 
You've never had a prostitute ask you if you wanted to uh, get down. Uh, not until last week. You know when I had my first? When? It was recent. Really? Remember when I went to New York City to do stand-up for a week back in, uh... It was over the winter, right? The end of, uh... It was the last week of February. I was in New York City doing stand-up for the week. And while I was there, the very first night I was there, I went down to the West Village where the comedy store is. Mm-hmm. And I literally got out of the car, out of the Uber or Lyft, whatever the fuck I took down there from uh, Midtown. And uh, within the first minute of me stepping out of that Uber, I was approached uh, by two different people selling crack or coke or whatever, or H heroin, whatever the fuck they had. And then I was also approached by a toot. So uh, I, I guess that just comes with the territory of living in the big city. You know? yeah. I mean, I've gone into Boston 8,000 times. You live right next to it. But yeah. I've never been approached uh, for drugs or prostitution. And all the time I've spent in Boston, yeah. downtown Boston, in the tea stations, everywhere. Southie, it just didn't happen. However, New York City, man. In Midtown, I wasn't bothered. But the second you went down to the West Village, like below like 25th Street, yeah. it just turns into like this, you know, like seedy place. It was, it was, it, it, and it's crazy too, because where the comedy store is in the West Village, there's, it's a nice area. Yeah. It's just there's a lot more uh, panhandlers, mm-hmm. people begging for money, begging you to fuck them, begging you to buy some coke off them. Yeah. It, you know, it's just every other block, dude. It, but in Midtown, you just don't get that. You really don't. Yeah. Well, this was at like 5 o'clock in the morning when this, uh, this prostitute... Well, prostitution is really big for truckers at truck stops, is it not? I, I don't know. I, this is my first time, so I've never really... No, not you personally. Yeah. I just mean it's like one of those well-known facts. Yeah, that, like, it is a well-known fact. Truck drivers like to... You know, they're on the road for a long fucking time, and they got needs, right? I guess so, yeah. You know, they got to take their big fucking fuzzy pot belly and, you know? Yeah. All fuzzy fucking... Husky body? Yeah, man. I'm telling you. I used to have a real, real hang-up with truck drivers, man. (laughs) Get the fuck off of my highway! It's my highway. Not your highway. Well, I'm a nice one, so... Yes, Josh is not one of the truck drivers that sits in the left lane, is he? No, no. If you see me, give me a big old wave out there. Now, have you ever seen this? What's that? This is going to be the last story, and then we're going to get off here, because I really don't want this podcast to run longer than it has. Okay. Real quick story. I did fuck with a driver once with the help of a truck driver. I was driving uh, Route 91 out in Western Mass. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, on my way into Vermont, and uh, I was in the left lane. It's a two-lane highway. There was a big 18-wheeler on in the right lane doing what he's supposed to. I'm doing probably 75, 80 in the left lane, and I got a guy riding my bumper. Now, the speed limit's 65. If I'm doing 80, nobody should be on my bumper. No. I mean, and not only... Is he on my bumper, dude? Like, I can't even see his front tires. I mean, he's literally riding my bumper. And uh, I used to get road rage real bad. I think you still do. I've come way down. <laughs> way the fuck down. But, um, so anyways, yeah, I don't, like, I don't like being tailgated, especially when I'm going 80 in a 65. And there's a tractor-trailer truck next to me. So I slow down, and I paced that tractor-trailer truck. Paced him. So him and I were just neck and neck. And I would not let that guy pass. I would not speed up. Neither would the truck driver. And this guy was just, he was, he, you know, flashing his lights, beeping his horn. He was, you know, trying to pass me in the breakdown lane. Nuts, dude. And I just sat there. I was like, yeah, you like that, fucker? You know? Oh, yeah. And the truck driver, I was like, yeah, buddy. You know? He's, he's, you know, we're just both doing 65. And I literally sat there as a line of cars stacked up. And this guy was losing his fucking mind, dude. Just hitting it. You know, just, you could see him going, in the car, you know? 
And, and of course, you know, my frown, I was like, what the fucking asshole? What's this guy doing tailgating? You know, I'll show him, and all of a sudden, yeah. You know? I can see him freak out. He's like, yeah. And I, and I let this go on for probably 10 miles. Until finally, I'm like, all right. You know, there's probably 50 people behind him. So I finally just sped up, got in the right lane. And uh, he blew by me. And I, I don't remember whether we made eye contact, but I think I did look out the window and be like, you know? <laughs> hey. hey, buddy. So hopefully that teaches people a lesson, dude. Um, I, you know, if I'm trying to go 75 on a highway and I got somebody in front of me doing 65, I want them to move over. I'm not gonna tailgate them. Right. If you can't see that car's, uh, what is it? How do you know? You, you're supposed to be able to see the entire back of the car. Yeah. And the person in front of you is supposed to be able to see your entire car. I go by where the tires hit the pavement. Right. If you're closer than that, you're too fucking close. Right. And especially on the highway. Like, if I'm doing 80, and there's a guy, like, 10 feet behind me, and i got to slam my brakes on, how much reaction time do you think he has? We're, we're both going to be fucked up. Yeah. So, if anyone's out there driving, just understand that me and this guy have driven a lot of miles, and we've literally nearly been killed. Uh, by other people. So it's just uh, just think about it, man. Don't tailgate. Don't be an asshole. You know, Josh, you know what I think people need to be reminded of in this country? What's that? And I'm the worst at taking my own advice. I need to take more of the advice I give on this podcast, but I think more people in this country need to go back to abiding by treat others as though you would want to be treated. Yeah. I agree with you. I mean, literally, when it comes to everything. The next time you go to yell at a Biden supporter holding the flag, or you're a Biden supporter and you want to yell at a Trump person, would you want them to do that to you? I haven't seen so many Biden signs here. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, remember, this guy's a truck driver. So he drives through red states and blue states. We live in a blue state, so there's a lot of Biden around here, okay? But you drive down to some other states that are red, there's probably going to be a lot of Trump, right? Yep. But anyways, yeah, I, I don't like politics, don't like talking about it. Sorry. Not crazy about either candidate. All right. Uh, a douche and a turd, the way I see it, just like last fucking four years ago. Seems that are, that's our only options, man. A douche or a fucking turd. Pick, pick your poison. Which poison do you want? Some years are worse. You want to eat something bad or you want to drink something bad? Anyways, this is about all the time we have for today. I want to thank Josh for coming on and giving me a hand as a co-host. Thank you, Mr. Ares, and uh, thank you, everybody, for watching. Yeah, absolutely. In case you haven't, in case you have not yet, please hit the like button. Please hit the subscribe button. Maybe hit the notification button. Maybe share this video with a friend. If you thought it was good, great. Leave a comment. If you thought it sucked, I'm sorry. I tried. I tried. What can I do? What can I do? I'm a year into my stand-up and podcasting career. All right. One year? You know. You know. Because you came with me to see Bill Burr last November. I did. I took you to meet Bill Burr and see him. Yeah. VIP fucking access. We should talk about this other time. Yes, we will. But this is the guy that I brought with me in November 2019 to see Bill Burr and meet Bill Burr. That was a crazy story. That, that was a great fucking night. That a lot of crazy shit happened. But my point is that you know stand-up a little bit. A little bit. You know how big Burr is. He's literally one of the top comics in the world. Yeah. He's been doing it 28 years. Wow. Okay? People didn't even start to see him on YouTube doing shit until, like, the early 2000s. So he was, like, eight years into his career until he started to appear on YouTube. And it wasn't until he was, like, 15 years into his career until he had a special. Until he got on The Chappelle Show in a couple skits, right? So imagine Bill Burr in 1992... With, with the, the red, red fucking freckled hair and shit doing a podcast, right? <laughs> Bill Burr, when he started out, he said he sucked, like, real bad. And I suck real bad. But, but Burr's been at it for 28 years. So it's like you're looking at a Bill Burr in 1993, one year into his stand-up and podcast career. So I guess all my point is that I think I'll get better. I hope so. Hopefully. <laughs>
I don't, I don't think, think I get much worse. worse. <laughs> I don't know. All right. All right. Have, Have a nice day, everybody. Drive safe. Thank, Thank you for watching. watching. We, we will see you next week for episode 51 in the one-year one year anniversary. Adios. Peace.